the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. German at A-H dot law. AM 1250, The Answer, The Mike Gallagher Show. He's your happy conservative warrior. They're not going to have a business left when you kick police officers out. Rachel Silcox wrote on Instagram, We understand your perspective, and we hope you consider ours. Well, I'm considering your position, and I think you're a lunatic. Breaking news and what to make of it. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250, The Answer. Here's a fun fact about vaccines. And uh, who else to go for for a fun fact on that subject than Dr. Anthony Fauci? Here he is laughing it up with Mark Zuckerberger. And don't ask me why he has time to be interviewed by him, but no time to talk to Fox or any conservative radio host. But here you go. This would not be the first time if it happened that a vaccine that looked good in initial safety actually made people worse. There was the history of the respiratory syncytial virus vaccine in children, which paradoxically made the children worse. One of the HIV vaccines that we tested several years ago actually made individuals more likely to get infected. Isn't that hilarious? I mean, what a fun guy the Fauci is, huh? This guy has never had more fun in his job, which is actually the highest paying job, uh, just so you remember, in the federal government. And he's been around for over 40 years. But the last two years... After boring people to death for so long with what he considers fun facts about viruses, imagine him at a party talking about viruses, he's had the entire world hanging on every word now for the last couple of years, and he has the ability to ruin millions of lives with one sentence. And Of course, that little story that you just heard makes you want to punch him in the mouth, but let's face it, uh, the guy is officially a mad scientist. Just the other day, he was suggesting that You have someone at the door on Christmas Eve to check out guests for your party, family included, uh, to see if they've been vaccinated before you let them in. This guy is so deranged that he actually believes that there would be people willing to do that. And again, maybe he's not deranged because there will be people willing to do that because he said so, which goes back to the point about him having the ability to, you know, ruin millions of people's lives. Hey, maybe he'd be a fun guest to have come over to your house on Christmas Eve. Maybe he could torture your beagle for the entertainment of your guests. That would be fun. This guy just can't go away soon enough, and I don't have any faith in him going away anytime soon. But when we come back, uh, we will talk to a former Fox News employee about Chris Wallace leaving CNN and other media stuff. Stick around. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. Offer valid through 123121. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrustpittsburgh.com. Do you pay for your own health insurance? Are you self-employed, a gig worker? Are you a small business owner trying to help your employees find affordable benefits? If so, listen up. 
My name is Tom Yakupin, and you can save 25 to 50% or more on your monthly premiums and have benefits with first dollar protection on many common outpatient services. That's right, no deductible, no copayments. With many traditional health plans, you're functionally uninsured because of deductibles, copays, and other cost sharing devices that benefit the insurance company, but not you. With New Era Health Plans, you can access doctors, hospitals, and urgent care facilities with our freedom of choice nationwide PPO network, including Washington Hospital, St. Clair, Allegheny General, and UPMC. Call me, Tom Yakupin, 724-228-7187, or visit us online at NewEraHealthPlans.com. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're paying too much for your wireless service. Because Pure Talk gives you the exact same 5G coverage as one of those big carriers on the exact same network, but saves the average family over $800 a year. And Pure Talk doesn't lock you into an overpriced, unlimited data contract. Why pay for data you don't need? Instead, get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone and keep your number or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. So what are you waiting for? Start saving today. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code HALFOFF, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code HALFOFF. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Great news, Nick. Legacy boxes are still in stock. With Christmas just around the corner, there's still time to buy the best Christmas gift ever. Legacy Box. That's right, Adam. Order today and Legacy Box ships immediately. It'll arrive ready to wrap and place under the tree. Gather the family together this Christmas and collect all your old VHS and camcorder tapes, slides, pictures, and film reels. Then you can binge on the good old days. From fading over time to risks like fire and water damage, your memories aren't protected unless they're on a digital format. Legacy Box helps you replay those great moments from the past, from Christmas morning to your wedding day. Legacy Box is the world's largest digitizer of home movies and photos. All the work is done right here in the USA, and over a million customers have trusted Legacy Box. This Christmas is the time to digitize. Visit LegacyBox.com LBOX for exclusive holiday savings. That's LegacyBox.com LBOX for last-minute shopping. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, Chris Wallace is no longer at Fox, and I wouldn't think that too many of the real conservative Fox viewers are too upset about that. So so now what? Lots of names have been thrown around as possible replacements. And how much does it matter? Ken LaCourt was at uh, Fox News from the beginning as an executive, and he was in charge of FoxNews.com for like 10 years. He founded the Media Action Network, which he runs now. Ken, thanks for coming on the show again. Appreciate it. Uh, John, thanks for having me. So was uh, Chris Wallace leaving for CNN a shock to anybody? Um, you know, I think it was a surprise that it, that it happened. I mean, he, he was 74. He'd spent a good chunk of his career there. So, so it kind of came out of uh, out of left field, so to speak. Um, um, I don't you know, I, I, it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, the world's coming down. But uh, it was it was, uh, it was a surprise, certainly to me, and I know some of the other folks who work there. Well, I um, I like the fact that he's 74 and is starting off on a new career. Uh, that's because I'm, I'm getting up there myself. That's, you know. <laughs> well, the problem is that he's going to CNN. They're, they're going to launch a, a subscription digital platform coming up next year. And I'm like, they're having a hard time getting people to watch their their channel for free. Are they really going to get people to pay for it? I, I'm yeah. not holding my breath on this. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Will he ever be seen again? Um, they didn't have one show, CNN, did not have one show with an audience over 700,000 last week, and they had no show in cable news ranked higher than 27th for the week. That stinks. Yeah, no. CNN has has traditionally done better online than they had in than than they have in in, in the cable news business. Uh, um, you know, part of that's just kind of uh, they have they have some younger folks than 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 Fox. Uh, they're you know it's not like they're radically younger, but it's a little bit younger of an audience. So they they had a tendency to do a little bit better in online. Still, I, you know, not a whole lot of people are ever going to see Chris Wallace again. You mean watching CNN online or going to CNN.com or both? Both. 
yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, just just the the overall. Well, and even the ones who watch them on TV, CNN's CNN has a slightly younger uh, demo in their in their uh, in their viewership. Again, not a crazy amount, but enough to make a dis- a, a difference when it comes online. Yeah, well, getting back to Chris uh, Wallace, um, mm-hmm. his coworkers all spoke highly of him um, when it was announced. I guess you do that when somebody leaves, but. How was he viewed by his coworkers when you were there? You know, Chris was actually pretty well liked. Uh, um, look, I haven't been at Fox in, in four years. Um, I spent uh, almost twenty years there. You know, but but back in the day, and and I know that the media landscape has changed a little bit. You know, we had liberals working for us. We 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 didn't launch it to be a completely we will only say something nice towards a Republican. Uh, news channel. I mean, you know, all of the news channels, including Fox in, in many ways and CNN, everybody's kind of gotten a lot more partisan over the over the past, I'd say, eight years or so. You know, back in the day, we had Hannity and Combs. We had Bill O'Reilly followed by Greta Van Susteren. I mean, we really took that fair and balanced thing. That wasn't just wink and nod, meaning that's our way of saying we only like Republicans here. I mean, we actually took that pretty seriously. And, you know, but but now these days, it's if you if you have any liberal on a conservative channel, you get enough people, you know, like you in your intro. And I get it. It's like, oh, well, they got liberals up there. They have this person and they have that person. The answer was always like, yeah. I mean, Roger, Roger ran the media when he was in the political days. Roger Ailes, the founder of Fox News, you know, he ran George Bush Sr.'s media campaign and, and, and basically his presidential campaign. He hired the caucus's campaign manager, Susan Estrich, to come and work for Fox. I mean, we always kind of had a balance on that. Um, um, but it was a balance that you couldn't see anywhere else. When, when, when the left, you know, when CNN said they were balancing, they'd just get the most curmudgeon person that they could call a conservative, pop them on there for a little bit and say, see, we've got one too. Um, but Fox took that more seriously, and that's why Fox is, is – Still massively bigger than the than the other the, the other guys who come at them from the right as far as, as competitive news channels, and 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 a lot and, and Fox's audience is just massive because because they 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 do you, you don't get the impression when you're done with Fox or at least you shouldn't that you just heard a conservative alternative version of of the news but that you actually got a real picture and that's hard to get these days if you if you read the news it really is. Yeah, they they've obviously evolved away from that. Uh, just the idea that, uh, unfortunately, uh, Alan Combs died, but but he was taken off that show uh, a couple years before he died, and it became just Hannity. I don't know if how much of that was his doing or or how much it was the station's doing, the network's you doing. You know, it was it was it was it was the audiences. It, it, you know, people don't like when when they come home at night and they put their feet up on the couch. They don't really want to have their political opinions challenged all that much mm-hmm. so if one show is Hannity and Combs and I'm hearing a debate and I got to listen to that 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 liberal up there versus the versus a show that they always agree with and they can smile and pat themselves on the back uh, they do that it's like I hate to say this but but we are all responsible for the media we got mm-hmm. because because we never shared the on on Facebook or or Twitter we never sent to all our friends that that moderate article that said, well, here's what's going on here. And there's some interesting things over here. And there's interesting things over there. You know, we just, we just click upvotes on the thing that either upsets us or thrills us the most. And the machine has fed us more and more of that. And that's why when you try to find out a real story, sometimes it's, it, it, it's kind of tricky. Well, Tucker Carlson is really the only show that I watch on a regular basis mm-hmm. uh, on, mm-hmm. on at night and prime time. Um, and one of the things that's obvious with his show is that he used to have people on that he could challenge. And I, I don't know, he doesn't do that anymore. He rarely has a liberal on and, and goes after him, which he was pretty good at. And is that, do you think, because uh, liberals decided it wasn't doing them any good to come on, or he just decided he didn't want to fight with people anymore? And it was better you TV know, I if don't he didn't. Know. I mean, Tucker, Tucker is such a good... You know, I watch the show, but it, but I admittedly I, I watch it by the clips on uh, when I see it on, on on online the next day. So I'm I'm really not familiar with how the whole shows the whole hour is laid out. I don't I don't sit and watch it on TV. You know, t- it, I'll tell you what it is not. It's not because Tucker's afraid of people. He is he when he was in high school, 
he was at, at a prep school. He was, I, I, I have a friend who, who went to that school. He was so good at debate. He actually turned debate into like a sport on campus. People would go to the debate, the debate, uh, you know, competitions just to watch Tucker. I mean, he was, even at a young age, he was kind of brilliant at, 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 at words and, and at promoting his side. He's a pretty smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. it's almost annoyingly smart sometimes yeah. if you ever write you know, if you ever write news pieces or opinion pieces and then you watch what he does, you're like, gosh darn it, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's pretty quick on his feet. So um uh, moving on from um from Chris Wallace, uh w- what about the significance of Chris Cuomo being fired? Could could their ratings go any further down the toilet, by the way? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, CNN they they reaped what they sowed there. All right. They decided to choose somebody based on his, his family name and they milked the fact that his brother was 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 governor. They they tossed every kind of journalistic journalistic uh uh you know ways you should act right out the window when they had those two passing Q tips back and forth and they and they turned it into a circus. And you know they shouldn't be they shouldn't be all that surprised when there's some elephant poop on the floor afterwards. Um, you know the, the the New York Post yesterday had a had a pretty nasty quote from Chris Chris Cuomo that he had apparently sent somebody in a text uh, saying that he would go after that uh, go after that weather bitch over at uh, over at Fox News. Yeah, and then sent this to a member of the Cuomo staff asking that person to to see if they could paint her as a right wing nut job. So you've got a CNN anchor colluding with with a, a a government official to go after the the weather gal at Fox News, who was highly critical of of the Cuomo administration because you know when they started pushing all the people with COVID back into retirement homes, her in laws were were two of the people who died as right. a result of that. Right. Well, it it I mean it was such an obvious. Um, uh, violation of journalis- journalistic ethics to have him cover his brother in any way that uh, that uh, that I, I was just stunned that it didn't embarrass them that, that that they didn't have him recuse himself from that and he and that yeah, he I wouldn't have done it himself. The, I think that the ratings they got at that point uh, mollified their embarrassment. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, money and ratings have a tendency to do that to people. Yeah. Well, what about uh, uh, Chris Como's producer, a guy described as a senior producer, uh, being charged now with being a pedophile? Uh, and based on your experience at Fox, and, and by the way, we're talking about Ken LaCourt. He was at Fox for over 20 years. He's now uh, in charge of the Media Action Network, which he founded. But, you know, just your experience of being in a newsroom like that, and you can make the comparison between Fox and CNN. What what does something like that do to a newsroom? This guy, uh, there's pictures of uh, of him and, and and Chris Cuomo fooling around and laughing and looking like they're having a good time, and he looked like he was a very popular guy in the newsroom. And now they're finding out that he was luring nine year old girls to his house. That's not good. Yeah, yeah, with with their mothers to teach them yeah. how to be yeah. uh, subservient sexual sexual yeah. beings. Uh, look, it's got to be demoralizing. It is. It is. You know, how do you? You know, it. I, I don't know anything about him. Um, yeah. Um, uh, you know, although I do know that he worked basically for a lot of other news organizations, including Fox, including CNBC. Excuse me, ABC back in the day, uh, but was at at CNN most of this time. You know what I can what I can tell you is that look, these, these companies have thousands and thousands of people working for them. I mean, uh, you know, Fox probably has. I don't even know what the numbers are these days. You know, 4,000 people, let's just say. So, you know, in 4,000 people, there are, there's just going to be some horrible things. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be somebody who's, who's, who, you know, wants to fire somebody because they're Jewish or is, is, mm-hmm. is hitting on their, you know, is, is doing things that they shouldn't be doing. And, yeah. and you can't minimize that. But you also have, you know, CNN Worldwide probably has, you know, probably has twice as many. They usually have two to three times as many staffers as we did. So, so you know, I don't want to point a finger at a whole organization because, yeah, because one because one pedophile and his boss got tossed out on sex. Uh, you know, and <laughs> that's that's. Um, but it's got to be, it's got to be not a great time to be at CNN. To be honest, they're probably secretly begging for Trump to be elected again so they can get back in the game. 
Yeah, they got nothing without him. Uh, if you're going to have a pedophile, though, you'd probably prefer him not to be a senior producer. You know, yeah, no. Somebody you know, in the control were, room or, yeah. It, it, uh, it was bad. It was, you know, and, and, and I don't know what else is going to come out on that. I mean, weirdly, it's like that was a year ago. It's like, okay, what happened in the year since then? Why are we hearing this now? What more is, what more is going to come out of there? It's, it's, um, it's creepy. Well, I've I worked in a TV newsroom for a long time in local TV, and I I think I I just have a feeling that if somebody were, was doing something like that, if we didn't know about it, there would have been talk about it. Somebody would have been wondering. There'd have been something that would have had people think this guy's a little strange. I, I don't know. Maybe he was. Yeah, you pretty- know, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, if. If you work in TV, there's a there's a lot of outsized personalities. There's a lot of people scrambling for money and fame. There's yeah. a lot of people who are half crazy, even even the nice ones. <laughs> so so, I, you know, I I don't know on that one. So how does any uh, news operation or any TV outlet uh, keep sticking with the same people for so long when nobody's watching? Uh, the, the The ratings are so far down the toilet, and I've been I've been asking out loud here for a long time because again I worked in TV for a long time. And I knew well enough because my own ability to eat was dependent upon the ratings we got, um, that if you get ratings that are this bad for this long, the big boss is gone. Forget about the people who are actually on the air. Heads roll. Does anybody ever pay the price for stinking over there? Well, (laughs) it's a fair question. Uh, More important numbers. I mean, first of all, you're well. Two things that, that two things related to that. One is they're only horrible if you look at Fox News. In other words, if they had, hey, we have a cable channel making uh, with seven hundred thousand people in, in evenings, you know, that's not like Lollapalooza good, but it's not like oh, SpongeBob is beating you all the time, right? Yeah. Um, secondly, the more important numbers for those guys is 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 not necessarily eyeballs; it's money. Mm-hmm. And 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 I don't know about CNN's finances, but when I left Fox News, it was wildly, crazily profitable. I mean, yeah. Fox News is Fox News was was netting four years ago one point two billion dollars a year. So that, that, that's free. That's free and clear. Yeah, for but a cable channel. So cable subscriptions offset uh, what you might be losing from advertising dollars. Correct. Generally, generally, about half of your income comes from the, the cable companies paying you a fee, a monthly fee for having you on there. Mm-hmm. About half of your income comes from from the advertisements that you see out out there. Yeah. Now, before I let you go, I got about a minute and a half with uh, Ken mm-hmm. Lacord. He's uh, with the Media Action Network. Spent twenty years at Fox, including he was in charge of FoxNews.com for the last ten years before he left. Um, I, I got to ask you about the uh, the, the John Stossel lawsuit you, on your website. You're asking people to help out on that. I got about a minute left here. You know, the, the, the biggest challenge that I think our democracy has right now is that the powers that be that that, you know, and whether that's the traditional old media like we've just been talking about or more scarily, it's the big new media, the Facebooks, the Googles, the the, the YouTubes of the world squashing out the voices that they don't like, that to me is more bothersome than any policy that we have. Because mm-hmm. if, if, if you can't have a free flowing of ideas and, and back and forth discussion of politics, countries get bad and they go off the rails in a bad way. So John Stotha was, was a victim of, of them being them being typically them trying to minimize and muzzle his, his words out. And and so he's going through a lawsuit on that. Lawsuits are hard. I, I, I've tried to do them in the past. I've never been successful. But I wish him all the success on that. And the more that we expose these these uh, you know these these online services and try to get them to at least be modestly fair to both sides, uh, or keep doing what they're doing and, and, and encourage the right to to build up their own ecosphere, which we're starting to see with with Rumbles and with Trump's thing and with a half a dozen others out there. We have to conservatives have to have a fair playing field out there. That's that's the that's the ground one to to win back our democracy. Hey, Ken, I'm out of time. I always love having you on. I hope to have you on again. I appreciate it. Gosh, I'd sure appreciate it, too. OK, Thanks that's OK. That's Ken LaCourt, Fox. Uh, I'm sorry, at the uh, Media Action Network. We'll be right back.
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. On Capitol Hill, the House set to vote on recommending criminal contempt charges against former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. The action would rebuke Meadows for saying he would no longer cooperate with the panel investigating the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. That panel voted 9-0 to Monday to recommend the contempt charges. A House vote to hold him in contempt would refer the issue to the Justice Department, which would decide whether to prosecute the former Republican congressman. It would be the first time the House has voted to hold a former member in contempt since the 1830s. That's according to House records. I'm Bill Alexander in Washington. Former Governor Andrew Cuomo ordered by New York's Ethics Commission to give up the millions he was paid to write a book about his response to the pandemic. Cuomo resigned in August amid findings he sexually harassed 11 women. The Dow down 113 points now. This is SRN News. Why invested in one of those fancy new exercise bikes? Without a doubt, a very special tool to help me get healthier. The problem is three days go by, then four, and I've done nothing. And then it's night five, and I'm sitting at the kitchen table, and I look down at myself, and I can't help but just laugh. Because there I am, wearing the exercise t-shirt that came with the bike, and I'm eating two corn dogs. I think we'd all agree, the special tool only matters if we use it to our benefit. At United Faith Mortgage, we believe we have an advantageous tool for you. Our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions. There's no middleman. And often, this allows us to get you a better rate on your refinance or new home purchase, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to AnimalistConsumerAccess.org. Corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. License in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Dennis Prager asks the question no one will answer. People should, if they invite people over their home, essentially ask and maybe require that people show evidence that they are vaccinated. Have you heard that? Doesn't the obvious question get, get asked? What is it I have to fear from the unvaccinated if I'm vaccinated? The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 1250. The Answer. Hi, this is Joe Belanti with J&D Waterproofing at 1-800-BERRY-DRY. In honor of our 81 years serving the tri-state area, we are offering great savings for all our new and past customers. Call 1-800-BERRY-DRY. That's 1-800-BERRY-DRY to get your savings on basement waterproofing, bowing or cracking walls, and or footer stabilization projects. Or visit us at jdwaterproofing.com. J&D Waterproofing, family owned and operated since 1939. Attention. The United States government has instituted a program to give qualified workers up to $3,148 a month. Do you or someone you know suffer from a medical condition that makes it difficult to work? Are you between the ages of 45 and 62? Are you seeing a medical professional for this condition? And have you worked for at least five of the last 10 years? If you answered yes to the questions, you may be eligible for up to $3,148 a month. Call the Disability Information Line now to see if you qualify at 800-811-1545. Get the benefits you deserve. Call the Disability Information Line now at 800-811-1545 to see if you qualify. The call is free and our agents are standing by. Call 800-811-1545 to see if you qualify for these government benefits. You've worked hard for these benefits. Don't let another day go by without receiving what you're entitled to. Call 800-811-1545 now. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Busy Tuesday afternoon on the Parkway West outbound. It is stacked up from Banksville Road up to Carnegie and on the inbound side, 79 to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Really busy on outbound Parkway East, Solid Jam, Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood Swissvale. Inbound a little slow into the Fort Pitt Bridge. Outbound 28 delays from Route 8 up to the Highland Park Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
Clear skies early tonight, then increasing clouds, the low 38. Mainly cloudy and mild tomorrow, tomorrow's high 55. Mostly cloudy tomorrow night, breezy and mild with a low of 48. Thursday, cloudy and breezy, temperatures approaching near record highs with a little rain in the afternoon. We'll see a high Thursday of 60. For Friday, some sunshine turning cloudy and cooler, high 45. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, I am old enough to remember the military draft. I was um, I was fortunate enough to uh, avoid it uh, at um, at some point when uh, I got a, a really good uh, high draft number and I I a uh, lottery number, and so I was able to avoid it. And then the draft went away, but uh, there was talk of it. Uh, at least it went away for the for people who had to worry about, you know, not not getting a good draft uh, lottery number. Anyway, the the uh, we came really close apparently to having a a new law which would have allowed for women to be drafted. Well, you know, Elaine Donnelly is president of the Center for Military Readiness, and she joins us now. Elaine, thanks for being here. Glad to be here and to talk with you. How are you? Good, good. Uh, so, um, I, uh, how close did we come to having women being drafted, or at least registering for the draft? Well, it started back in July when the Senate Armed Services Committee, meeting behind closed doors without any advance notice, and the text that they voted on did not become public until September. But the language in that bill would have included women in registration for selective service. Uh, an actual draft would be separate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would have changed the very purpose of selective service. Both the Senate bill and the later House bill that was passed in September uh, would have authorized uh, the um, selective service to authorize conscription, and I'll quote here, to meet diverse mobilization needs and not solely to provide combat replacements. Now that was blank check open language that would have empowered would have empowered Pentagon bureaucrats to call up for conscription for almost any reason, young people uh, without a compelling reason to do so. Now the draft is very controversial. Obviously, we, nobody should be uh, deprived of their freedom for anything less than compelling reasons. It certainly hasn't been used in decades, and maybe it should stay that way. But to include women in registration for reasons of equity, now this is a whole different thing. Because if, we, if it did become necessary to mobilize in a national emergency, what would happen is you'd have to call up equal numbers of young men and young women. The problem with that is a small percentage of the women would be qualified for, for the greatest need, which would be in the combat units, and to call them all up, even though a small percentage would be qualified, would pretty much jam up the system, slow mobilization at the worst possible time. There's not a good reason to do this. Uh, we already know women do volunteer to serve. They always have. They will in the future. Uh, there's no need to conscript young women just to prove some point about equity and equality. Who thought this was a good idea? Well, there was a national commission established by uh, the late John McCain. He was chairman of the Armed Services Committee. He set it up so a three-year, $45 million commission would endorse this idea and, and an expanded idea for what he really wanted, which was universal national service. And that is exactly what this national commission did. So they came and testified before this Armed Services Committee. They had free reign. There was no invitation to people to speak against what they were advocating for. And uh, some of the language in the House bill came right out of the report of this national commission. Now, other than that, there really is no demand for women to be subject to registration. Uh, As I say, we already know it's a wide open field for women if they want to join the military. Uh, But conscription of women on the same basis as men, that's another story. Uh, women are not physical equals of men on the battlefield. We've documented that over and over again. And to treat them equally would really be unequal and certainly not in the best interests of the military and certainly not in the best interests of women as a whole. So John McCain was in favor of some kind of national service for everybody, required of everybody, like everybody yes. does two years of something? Yes, it was a pet cause of his. 
Boy, so, is that bad. What yeah, a bad so idea that is. Back in 2016, when there was another debate about draft our daughters, that was legislation that came up in 2016 to include women in registration. John McCain not only voted for it, he, he put it in his bill, but I think he really wanted this national commission more because he was ill at the time. He knew that there would be limited time that he would have to push for that cause in the future. So he established this commission. And then he made it so that President Obama and liberals in Congress made most of the appointments. And the the um, outcome of the commission report was pretty much predetermined by Senator John McCain and President uh, Obama at the time. So they spent three years, $45 million. They said, well, yeah, we'll have women. Women should be registered for the draft. And they had a four-word reason, because the time is right. That was it. They did a very poor job making the case for this. Uh, and But the primary purpose of their report was to advocate an incremental um, process of getting to universal national service. They didn't say right away. They, it was incremental. They wanted to set up a council on military, national, and public service, which would be a cabinet-level council that would have a, a system of carrots and sticks to pretty much control the lives of young people. Uh, we don't need this. We, you know, we, we are the land of the brave and the land of the free, home of the brave, land of the free. We don't need government bureaucrats telling young people what to do with their lives. Well, the f- uh, there is no compelling reason to do this. The federal government, when it has a bad idea, is really good at incremental. Yes. And, this and, is very incremental. And, and, so, and so how close did we come to having every, I don't know, I guess it would have been guys, or not guys, everybody, 18 years old and over being tied up uh, with government service from the time they're 18 till they're 20? Every single person? That would be... That would be down the road, down the road a ways. The legislation called for what was called an executive agent for national mobilization. But get this, it was supposed to produce a possibly classified report. Okay, this is classic incrementalism. You come out with a report first, possibly classified report discussing how to mobilize, and the numbers are in the bill, 300,000 to 600,000 or even a million inductees my question is for what inductees for what um this is ambiguous language that goes along with the incremental steps toward um, mandatory national service and i'm sorry to say there are some conservatives who favor this some people who have been um subject to the draft themselves in the past these are good people i respect them i just strongly disagree uh, this is not something that would be helpful to our military. We shouldn't be doing things like this for vague reasons of equity or do-goodism or anything like that. Uh, we want to encourage volunteerism. Boy, do we need volunteers, especially now with these horrible tornadoes that ripped through the country a few days ago. Uh, that kind of thing, of course, we should encourage. But we don't need government bureaucrats saying, okay, young person, you have to sign up, and we're going to send you to do this particular task. And no, it's not going to be pro-life activities or your local church. You have to fit the government criteria. And it would be a system of carrots and sticks. Uh, Carrots and sticks, that means the economic benefit if you do what the government wants, penalties if you don't. Uh, That's the kind of thing that if it's implemented by a cabinet-level agency, it would be very powerful. And the National Commission that came up with these ideas, they know exactly what they're doing. And this this was an incremental step in that direction. Um, it was in this defense bill. And how close did it come? Back in November, only a few weeks ago, it looked like this bill was going to pass. It really did. But then some leadership started to show up. Uh, lots of grassroots phone calls on Draft Our Daughters. Uh, a lot of people very opposed to that. Uh, some of the Republicans who voted the wrong way, they got a lot of heat. And Senator James Inhofe showed a lot of leadership here. Senator Tom Cotton on the House side, uh, Representative Chip Roy, among others, Vicki Hartzler. Uh, they just sat down and said, we're not going to do this. So they took the bad parts out. They, the bill is not perfect. There is a section in there. It's a watered-down version of a change in the uniform code of military justice. 
it removes commanders from cases involving sexual assault and some other cases like murder and uh, manslaughter, things like that. The problem with this legislation is it's going to really jam up the wheels of justice. So if a woman is assaulted, or in many cases it's men, uh, a person assaulted will have to deal not with the immediate commander, but a faraway professional prosecutor who might be hundreds of miles away. Now, this, this is an idea that, oh, it sounds good on paper. We'll have professionals handle these cases. Well, professionals already handle these cases, but the local commander has always been responsible for discipline within their chain of command. If you take that responsibility away from the local commander, you're going to have more cases rejected instead of having justice done in a way that many uh, people who are subjected to assault the way they would want. In fact, there was a study done showing that the, um, the military does, has always done a better job of handling these cases than the civilian world does. That's going to change because of this legislation. It's well-meaning, but it's very mistaken, and it's, it's going to cause some problems. Now, the only good thing about that part of this bill is it's not as bad as it could have been. Uh, the bill that uh, Senator uh, Kirsten Gillibrand offered that would have included all felony crimes, that they would all be handled by distant prosecutors, that wound up on the cutting room floor. Uh, the watered-down version endorsed by this Pentagon, uh, not previous Pentagons, but this one, this administration, that's what got in the bill instead. So I, I predict two years from now we're going to be hearing complaints about faraway prosecutors and how clumsy and convoluted the system is. Uh, but that will be the doing of people who thought, oh, well, this will be a way to you know, stop sexual assaults. I wish it were, but it won't be. There's just That's an ongoing problem, and this isn't going to make it any better. We're talking to Elaine Donnelly. She's the president of the Center for Military Readiness. And uh, talking about we came pretty close to having women registering for the draft. In my intro, I, I was clumsily trying to describe what, what was going on. And what I meant to say was that there is there is no draft, but there still is registering for the draft. That is so, correct. That yeah, is correct. The draft went away. And there is away. some talk about dropping registration altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always supported selective service as a uh, kind of an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. But I can see that there is a better way to go about this. If they dropped registration for men, um, but there was a way that, uh, if, let's say there's, there's an emergency five years down the road, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's suppose something goes wrong with China or Iran or who knows, there's a lot of trouble spots in the world. If a president, a future president, said to the Congress, we need to reinstate the draft, they could do that very quickly. Separate from a defense bill, this authorization process takes a whole year. Uh, they could do it with a freestanding bill. Uh, as happened in 1980, it was done in three months or less. Uh, the Senate at that time, under Senator Sam Nunn, did a pretty good job. Uh, they did not include women in registration in that year. Jimmy Carter asked that women be included, and he asked for funding to begin registration again. It had been suspended for five years before that. And uh, Sam Nunn and the members of Congress said, no, we'll give you money to reinstate registration, but not to include women. This was at the time the Russians were threatening in Afghanistan. That was a long time ago, yeah. 1980. But it can be done. It should be done at a time when there is a need. Nobody has a crystal ball. Mm-hmm. So it's difficult to say exactly what the needs would be. But uh, we think that supporting the all-volunteer force is more important. There is no need to reinstate uh, conscription for women or registration of women for conscription. Uh, there's just no compelling case made for that. Uh, it would slow uh, registration or it would slow mobilization in a time of true national emergency. And how how can that be justified? It can't be. Mm-hmm. Well, so, now you can is, find the the 18-year-old. You know where they are if you have to get them. Well, uh, for, and that that I think we would be able to do even quicker than was the time that you mentioned before. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have other ways. Um, and, and I think those those kinds of systems could be quickly mobilized. In the future, uh, my recommendation was to the commission that a president should ask for volunteers. Mm-hmm. Remember after 9-11, uh, George W. Bush uh, said, let's go shopping, let's be normal. He didn't ask for volunteers mm-hmm. for the military. Now, the all-volunteer force, this was the longest war in our history, and yet the all-volunteer force 
uh, did meet that challenge. Now, whether it should have been that long, we can debate that all day long. Uh, but we did not need, and in fact, the Pentagon was strongly opposed to reinstating uh, selective service or a draft at that time. Uh, draftees, if you come into the military involuntarily, you're quite different from those who sign up voluntarily. Well, Elena, I'm, I have like 30 seconds left, and I, I hate to do this, but could you, in 30 seconds, how do you feel in general about our military readiness at this point, compared to, I don't know, 20 years ago? Well, I think we were doing much better under President Trump. I'm afraid that that is not the case under this president. Uh, that The Republicans did manage to plus up the appropriation by $25 billion in this bill. That's good, but it's more than money. The culture of the military is under assault. All these social issues, yep. they do demoralize, they divide. Uh, we're losing a lot of good people, even the mandates for the... Uh, vaccinations. We're losing mm-hmm. a lot of good people. That has to stop. Uh, we need to support the all-volunteer force, and we need to do it in the interest of the strong national defense. National security depends on the people who volunteer to serve. Elaine, uh, always, uh, I'm, I really appreciate you coming on. and hope to have you on again. This is a great subject, and I'm glad we uh, we avoided the, uh, the horror of... Well, it, was a, it was a good thing. Um, it was a, certainly a victory for now, but they, I think the Congress, is, they need to do a better job next time and uh, not get into an impasse like this where disaster was looming. Uh, they did manage to work it out, and we're grateful for that. But next time, they need to take these issues more seriously. Elaine, thanks. Hope to talk again. Thank you. Okay, that's bye-bye. It. Bye. That's Elaine Donnelly, president of the Center for Military Readiness. We'll be right back. This is John Steigerwalder, and you know that my pillow doesn't have their box stores or any shopping channels. They've been part of this cancel culture, and they want to pass the savings on to you. You can get the lowest price in the history of my pillow for their classic standard my pillow, regularly $69.98, now only $19.98 with promo code. They also have queen size, regularly $79.98, now $24.98 with promo code. Or king size, regularly $89.98, only $29.98 with promo code. My pillow is not just pillows. They have over 150 products, everything from sleepwear to my new beds. Promo code also works on mystore.com and frankspeech.com. Go to mypillow.com or call 1-800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his standard MyPillow. That's mypillow.com, promo code STAG or 1-800-716-8087. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 2840 Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake, and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer. Feel the 
the difference. ReliefFactor.com. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of BestHotGrill.com. Gift giving occurs year-round, whether for birthdays, holidays, or a special expression of thanks to your best clients and customers. Of course you want to show your love and gratitude, but you also want to give a gift that provides a positive image of you and your organization. Solaire Infrared Grills from BestHotGrill.com are both practical and unforgettable. Made in the USA, Solaire has a grill for most budgets, but more importantly, Solaire delivers the wow that everybody likes to receive in a gift. Impressive out of the box, and even more so in use, the Solaire Infrared Grills are the gift of value that will build relationships. With every great-tasting, juicy meal enjoyed from their Solaire, they'll think of you. Step up your gift-giving. Learn more about the amazing Solaire Infrared Grills at BestHotGrill.com. That's BestHotGrill.com. BestHotGrill.com. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So a guy named uh, Lawrence Coles got on a train over there in uh, the U.K. Uh, it was the London uh, Northeastern Railway. And uh, when he got on, the conductor welcomed passengers by saying this, Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So Lawrence Coles went to Twitter and said, Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So as a non-binary person, this announcement doesn't actually apply to me, so I won't listen. So instead of doing what it should have done, well, I'll tell you what they should have done in a minute, but this is what, this is what the London Northeastern Railway did. They apologized. I'm really sorry to see this, Lawrence. Our train managers should not be using language like this. Our train... Our train managers should not be using language like this. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys. He's apologizing for using that language. And I thank you for bringing it to my attention. Please, could you let me know which service you are on, and I will ensure they remain as inclusive as we strive to be at LNER, London Northeastern Railway. We've been working very hard at educating our people on why gender-specific pronouns are not suitable in instances like these. So you can't say, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, if you're a, um, a, tra- a train conductor. Um, and so instead of, so, of course, it's bad enough that this person, this Lawrence Coles, I was going to say a guy, I don't think I'm allowed to call him a guy, this person, uh, Lawrence Coles, he complains on Twitter and then it, com- it becomes public and blah, blah, blah. This is what this is what the Northeastern Railway, London Northeastern Railway, should say to Lawrence Cole. What Ralph Cramden used to you remember Ralph Cramden used to say to Ed Norton, "I'm old," but uh, go look it up on YouTube. This is what they should have said to Lawrence Cole's: "Get out, get out!" And they should have just kicked him off the train and said, "Don't ever get on the train again." But no, we get an apology. For saying good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So from here at AM 1250, the answer, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The John Staggerwald Show is a production of The Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.